Hey everyone, my name is Matt Brown, and I'm sitting down today with Eric Turnison, the CEO of MemberMouse. How are you doing today, Eric? Good, Matt. Thanks. And Ben Daughtry, the CTO of MemberMouse. How are you doing today, Ben? Hi, Matt. I'm doing well. Good. Thanks for taking the time to sit down and discuss version 2.28. Um, I thought this would be a good time to talk about the Forget Member feature. You know, MemberMouse gets a lot of feature requests. What was it about this yeah, nobody, as far as I know, nobody specifically requested this feature. It all started, it was when I was in India, right? When we started asking about GDPR and we kept saying, oh, well, we should deal with a lawyer to understand what our role is in all of this. So at some point when I got back, we actually sat down and we had a few conversations with these lawyers to understand what our exposure as not only a customer of MemberMouse, because we are a customer of MemberMouse, but also as the company itself. And we got an understanding of what the scope of what we could understand was with GDPR. Yeah. And that's when we first identified that the right to be forgotten was an important component of GDPR, something that our customers had no hope of being able to do on their own. We already covered the right to access data, export data, opt-in. We had working yeah. solutions that people could use to achieve compliance. But Forget Member was just like, you couldn't do it. We identified that pretty early on that we wanted to be able to offer that. Yeah, I've gone through and I've read the support article on the Forget Member feature. And it seems like there's a distinction between forgetting a member and deleting a member. Delete member has always been in the system. The thing is about deleting a member is you're literally zapping every single piece of data associated with that account, which includes any data that feeds into the reports, right? So if you have a report that's telling you over time how many members joined in a particular month, what the lifetime customer value is, and you delete all data, well, you've now modified your history of your reports, which isn't necessary under the, the GDPR law. According to GDPR, forgetting the member is simply about removing all personally identifiable information. Would it help if you had a practical example as far as the difference between forget member and delete member? Yes, I would love a practical example like that. That'd be awesome. Okay, so let's say you had like a member mouse site and you had two members, uh, yeah. Bob and Fred, right? If you delete Bob, now you have one member in the system. Deleting removes the record of everything that has happened, uh, first name, last name, any orders that he made, uh, activity logs, everything is gone. You everything. Never, everything. Yeah. Wait, who did we delete? Was it Fred or was it Bob? I think we deleted Bob. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bob's gone. Like you, you know, what I say is you ever have a customer named Bob, there's no way to find out if you even had that customer other than right. their numerical IDs in the database. And you used to have one and two. Uh, the next user will be three, so it'll skip from one to three. That's going to be the only symptom that anything used to be there. The intention is that you do this when you're creating test members, right? Right. Like with a live production site, especially if there's been any purchases or anything like that, you never really want to delete a user. Because delete member leaves that hole in your database, that has the potential to severely throw off your stats. You know, right. like in our fictional example, 50% of your customers are now missing. So your stats are right. off significantly. <laughs> or if all of your canceled members ask to be forgotten, then all of a sudden you have a 100% retention rate because all of your customers are active. Right, exactly. 
Okay. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. Depending on your size of your customer base, a certain number of these could throw off the stats enough that it causes problems when you use these stats for decision making. So forgetting the member allows the relationships at the data level to be kept intact. And in the support article, it says that there is certain customer information that business owners may be required to keep by law. Do you have an example of the type of information that a business owner may be required to keep legally? Well, that's that's the kind of question that informed the design, the flexibility and the design of Forget Member. If we could answer that question definitively, we wouldn't have a custom setting screen where you right. can determine what data you want to delete it. We would just say, okay, the legislation is very clear. It says you need to keep pieces of information ABC. We'd have just developed it at that and it would have been very straightforward. But GDPR is still an unknown. How it evolves, how it transforms things. You're dealing with global implications, all sorts of jurisdictions. Who knows what the legal implications are in one case versus another. Right. Rather than kind of fix it to a particular thing, we designed it so that it had the option to determine it specifically for your case. And again, this means that the people can consult their individual counsel wherever they are and determine the answer to that question, because that question is, is the nuance of GDPR. And it's going to be right. going to depend upon a lot of factors that we know nothing about and really shouldn't know anything about or be responsible for. But as far as personally identifiable information, name, email address, shipping, billing addresses, uh, order information, that stuff may be necessary for tax reasons. You can use a little bit of logic to determine you may need that. So that's why those are optional. Gotcha. In the settings, you can turn those off or on when you're forgetting a member. Some data, when you do forget members, is actually deleted. Like the activity log is wiped. First name, last name is wiped. Yeah. That's the same as would happen if you deleted a member. But other information that you want to keep for reporting purposes, so you don't want to orphan records. Right. You can't delete the record, but you can anonymize it. So you can make it so that all the personal identifiable information is removed. So, for example, email address is changed to something very specific. And Ben, what was the... You, you found somewhere why you use that particular email address format, right? Yeah. When a member is forgotten, the email address is changed to be uh, a randomized ID. And then the forgotten.invalid domain is used. And .invalid is a domain that uh, was specified by the RFC, which talks about uh, domains and their, their specific uses. RFC... Right. 6761. It's called Special Use Domain Names. It was specifically created to represent email addresses that were invalid. Yeah, email that's addresses. Why ben is the CTO because if I did it, <laughs> you'd be using test.com. <laughs> Where that becomes important is one, it gives you the ability to look through a list of uh, users in a member mail system and visually identify the ones that have been forgotten, first wow. of all. But two, if there are connections between member mouse and an external system, like let's say you're exporting all of your members to a mailing list and, yeah. uh, you know, or you're doing an external export and, you know, you don't filter out these addresses. Well, the neat thing about the .invalid domain uh, 
addresses is that they don't route. So whether, rather than have the system try to send to, you know, potentially a large number of invalid addresses, it's going to look at the address and say, okay, this isn't real. Let's say that I run a membership site and I've got a thousand members and a hundred of them email me and they want to be forgotten. And I want to use the forget member feature. Let's say I want to keep the activity log. What would that look like? That is actually a very good question. And that's where I was kind of going when I was reaching for the practical example. Because we talked about delete member, but we never swung back around and got to the practical example for forget member. And, yeah. Um, that is actually probably one of the best examples of a practical example uh, where you do have this activity log. You want to be able to retain those analytics uh, and retain the rest of the relations between your data, but you want to comply with the, the user's request to be forgotten. So like Eric said, there are certain things that are automatically wiped when you forget a member. The password is changed. The account is canceled. All of the subscriptions are stopped. We remove the card on file data and the IP address is removed. We change the user, the, the user's login name to the user ID plus a random string. So if the user's ID was two in the case of Bob, then yeah. the user ID two and then underscore and a 32 character random string, you know, and this is at forgotten that invalid. So that's going to be the new username. Gotcha. If the activity log is retained, what's going to happen is going to be very dependent on the system and very dependent on other things that are running. Because remember, Member Mouse is a plugin into WordPress, so there could be other things running that cause information to be retained that can be used to personally identify the user. So we kind of only have control over a little bit of it, and that's where the discretion is going to come in, whether the log should be retained or should be cleared. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, the log can be cleared independently at any time. So yeah. that's something that can be rectified later. But in theory, what will happen is when you look at the log, because the linkages have been updated, what you'll see is user 2 plus 32 character random string logged in, user 2 plus 32 character random string viewed this page, and uh, it will automatically update the activity log with anonymized data based right. on the fact that the username and the password has been changed. I think I'm looking at the activity log now on membermouse.com. And if you don't wipe it, I'm, there, you're basically you're going to end up not deleting personally identifiable information. For example, as Ben said, we do list the member as a column and we will output the email address, the current email address. So that will show the anonymized email address. However, when emails are sent, we actually store a carbon copy of that email. So in the activity log itself, you can say email sent to this address, and then you can actually look at the email it was sent. And in that email that was sent, it includes the email address that it was sent to. And for example, for billing receipts, yeah. it shows exactly right. the name of the person it was sent to. If they have provided an address that should be included in the receipt, it will show the address. So the primary record of that is in the general details area, right? When you anonymize a person, you say to clear shipping address, it will be cleared from the primary record. Yeah. But for all activity that's been happened, if it's been billed a couple of times, copies of that data will exist in the email receipts, the carbon copies of the email receipts in the activity log. So if you don't clear the activity log. Then uh, you may not be in full compliance of forgetting right. the member. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So basically, for the most part, you're going to want to be deleting the activity log. Right. Um, you know, obviously, we give people the option because 
there's, you know, so many different scenarios that we can't account for. Right. Um, so we give people the power to choose what they want to delete, but, you know, like the great quote from the Spider-Man movie, <laughs> um, with great power comes great responsibility. Right. So the only way to serve all our customers most effectively is to give them the ability to choose for their particular situation based on their specific legal counsel, yeah. what they should be keeping and what they shouldn't be keeping. That's letting everybody run their own businesses and not tying anybody's hands in any situations. Right. Right. I don't think that this particular feature is going to be like a major, major attraction. You know, it's not like uh, one click upsells or something like that. But when somebody needs to do this, I think they're going to be really happy that they are able to do it and that they're able to do it in the way that member mouse allows by randomizing the data instead of deleting it. Um, keep in mind, I mean, this doesn't have to be a feature that's only used for EU customers. Right. Uh, you could have a business that is in say Africa and only does business in Africa. So right. at that point they have no exposure to GDPR, but if they want to use the tool in a different way than the way we originally envisioned, now they have the flexibility to make that kind of fit their requirements. Just the fact that the GDPR is out, just people will be like, oh, right to be forgotten. That's a novel concept. I like that. I would like to be forgotten. Right. It's hard to kind of predict the way that it'll it'll roll out. But you may start seeing EU members ask for this because they're used to asking for it. So I can see that scenario. But you do raise an interesting question. I'm not really sure what the legalities are if you have an American customer that says, forget my information. So are they bound to have to remove it because they're in the EU? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, or does it fall on where the person is located? It's a good doing the requesting. question. But one that I think nobody really cares about the answer to. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> As I said, I don't, I don't see this being a hugely used feature. Yeah, I don't uh, think, I think you, you may be right. But the thing is, the reason we did it is because we knew if you get one request, there's no way that you can do it right now. Right. The only thing you can do is delete right. the number. And we weren't comfortable with the trade-offs inherent in the delete member functionality, which is why we built Forget Member. And so I think we did it because when we make decisions to do things, it's not necessarily just because of the amount of people asking for it. There's a certain relationship we have with the software itself. If people can't do this and they want to do it, even if they're only going to do it a very few times, it's not an elegant solution to have to delete the member. There was a lot of consideration that went into designing and implementing that tool. And right. in determining you know, what things to implement and what things not to implement, there was a very clear path of how we could do this. We had to figure out the details, exactly how we were going to implement it, what we were going to expose, what we weren't going to expose. That's the design of it. But in terms of the overall cost, it's not, it, it didn't have a huge architectural implication. I think those were some of the reasons why we decided to implement it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk with me today. My pleasure. Thanks, Matt. No problem. No problem. Glad I could help. Take care. Uh, you too. Take care, guys.